Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna have a laugh. Hello, welcome to another episode of Starlet, episode 51 actually, delighted with that, Sam, <laughs> we're sponsored by uh, Smidix, aren't we? We are, yeah, I know that, yeah, we're sponsored by Smidix, the lovely drink, there's a drinkaware.ie for more about responsible drinking. How is it going? Welcome to episode 51 of Starlet, 51, huh? Big numbers now, Joe. Oh, oh. Closer to 100 now than we are to one. <laughs> are we? Yeah. Slightly. Come here there. I'm a bit of a handyman these days. Are you? Yeah. Doing bits around the house? Doing bits around the house. Not just bits, like, not just changing light bulbs and all and painting. I fixed me uh, sink. What was wrong with it? A pipe burst. And split in two. And I went to home base and I bought the part and I fitted it and sealed it the whole lot. And I'm really proud. Wow. What the do you think? With the yeah, water like, coming uh, into the, 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 the waste pipe. No waste oh, pipe. Oh, the drain. Yeah, like the waste pipe. It's a little tubey Yeah, the thing. Pla- plastic drain. Yeah. And you could do that. You couldn't. You could do that. You could not. Why not? You'd have done it if you if you has that ever happened before to you? The what so I don't even understand a burst? How how does the it didn't burst it? It's just the like, U bend. You're talking about the U bend underneath the bottom of the sink. Um not the plastic thing. Okay. Well it is sort of plastic, but it's like you can bend it like, you know. It's not like fucking hard plastic. I I'm not talking about is. the U thing. It's just like literally a fucking waste pipe. I don't know other than that what 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 it looks like. Does it bring the water in or out of the sink? Out. Like when you run the tap, it goes into that and then down the the pipe you're talking about. And you fixed it. We sound so stupid, you know that? (laughs) Like some, someone, some plumbers listen to this going, oh my God. (laughs) Isn't he? And you're, you're proud as punch that you do. I am. (laughs) I fixed it. You'd have charged me 150 euro for that. Yeah. You should start doing and mixers. I, I is might. your pipe broke? <laughs> Going around fixing people's pipes. Is your drain pipe broke? <laughs> Give us a ring on 085 222 <laughs> <laughs> Don't ring that number. Would you say anyone's number is 85 You have insufficient credit. Do you remember credit? I'm you... getting credit and it would be on a receipt and it'd have the big long digits. Mm. I used to try guess the digits. They used to just type in. Never work? Ra- yeah, one time it worked. Really? Yeah, that's like winning the lottery, isn't it? That's some odds. Yeah, insane. When I walked in the pub, the old lads would just have little throwaway phones, you know, like the little Nokias. Mm-hmm. And like, I think like the iPhone 10, 11 or something was out at this time. Is, is there an iPhone 11? I don't know. Yeah, all right? Yeah, and just call them away for like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Welcome to Link Cabs. Calls are recorded. Link Cabs? You are now being connected to an operator. That's the number for a taxi company. Link taxis. Oh, sorry, is this Link Taxis? Yeah. 
Oh, sorry. Okay, uh, sorry. I got the wrong number. Sorry about that. Okay, no problem. Bye. What? Yeah, okay. So, 085123456 is a taxi cab company. <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> you did. You put him up to it. <laughs> That's mad, isn't it? That's, yeah. Do you know, like, it's a uh, number. when I was walking in the pub, the old lads, like, drinking there at the bar would go to the shop and get credit. And they'd, they'd ask for a point. And while they're pulling the point, they'd be like, will you put that credit in for me? Like, loads of times during the day. Yeah. Like, and I I, used, I got so fed up with it, I just turned around to one of them and said, I'm not a fucking phone shop. The, the old lads do ask, like, the people in the shop to put the credit in for them as well. Like, I can't say them numbers. They're trying to bang that emperor's there. Yeah. There's so many numbers that you, you'd you be afraid that you missed a number. You're like, oh, really need to be careful with this. Hmm. I always had to put my ma's credit in for her. Because mm. she's, my ma wears glasses on top of her glasses. She doesn't have bifocals or anything, so she, she puts her reading glasses on top of her can't see glasses. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she has like two glasses on her head. She could just get one set of glasses for that. I know, yeah, I know. I don't know why she doesn't. I often ask her and she's like, ah, it's grand. Uh. She just doesn't want the hassle of going to Specsavers and getting a... Just a normal pair of glasses that she can see through. Is your mum going to the live show? She is, yeah. Can't wait to meet her. Yeah. Oh God. She doesn't even. Well, ask for the glasses, the dogs, the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> the whole lot. Yeah. So many questions that need. It's to be just going to be all aimed at your mum for the whole thing. It's basically. Sit in, there. It's an intervention for me, ma. I didn't get home till two o'clock last night. Where were you? I was at a, a rap party for a, a comedy sketch show, TV show. I wasn't. They had a little I envelope and presents for us and all, and he didn't even show up. Did they? Yeah. Did you take mine? No. What was in it? A mug. With the name of the show on the it? The name of the show on it, yeah. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Did you get me one? I I didn't even get me... I, I'm raging because I left me mug down somewhere and then it was gone. Did you enjoy it? It was great, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Catching up with all the funny people in one room. Did you meet anyone? Married man. <laughs> he didn't know what to say there. He's like that. <laughs> I didn't know whether to answer it seriously. Or not. Um, he didn't answer it. He, did. he said he's a married man. I'm a married man. I won't he, answered be it, he answered it very clear. <laughs> well, he didn't really, did he? I don't go that like that, don't I? Know. You were missed. People were saying, I don't think so. Like, I don't think I was missed at all. Well, people were asking for you. What do you say? He's gone off the, the wagon again. <laughs> yeah, he's, he doesn't leave the house. He hasn't left the house in four weeks. <laughs> we just oh, have really God. high quality Zoom Zoom calls for yeah. the podcast. <laughs> I went to uh, town yesterday on my own to go shopping. I know that's like sounds like so normal, but I couldn't do it. I was just like fucking. Meh, get me out here. <laughs> why? What? Why? What do you mean, why? What do you mean, why? I hate shopping on my own. Do you? I'd rather have someone with us, like you are. Own. Do you like shopping on your own? For clothes, like? Uh, yeah, I don't mind just browsing, but I find it very hard to make a decision if my wife's not there. I'm the same. That's, that's my mm. big thing, like. I think I have good taste. Yeah. But I just can't, I can't make that commitment to spend money. Yeah. Unless I'm, she's there and goes, yeah, you will wear that, buy that. Mm. I'm an indecisive shopper. I can't, I can't settle on... One thing, like if I if it's Christmas and I'm looking for shoes, it just takes me days to decide on a pair. Mm. Like, oh, geez, do I, 
90 quid 100 quid oh, I like them but I'll probably find something that I like that's cheaper and mm. I'll just be so indecisive Do you ever see them people that just like go out to get clothes and they just go to one shop the four shop and they go yeah look down and get down Yeah I'm like, jealous of them Straight away like mm. Look at them jeans oh get them that t-shirt yeah and that hoodie yeah lovely and a jacket just go have a look I'd, I'd have a look around everywhere and then I'd say oh I like that one that was in Arnott's or I like this one that was in Bershka yeah. and then I'd go back to them that's my fucking problem I'd probably go back about three times yeah and you tried them all on every time I was every time I tried them on yeah because I don't but sometimes want, like the, my worst nightmare is bringing clothes back mm. buying clothes and then I'd bringing them home and then trying them on and then realising that they're too small like you don't really like it they don't work uh, and then having to bring, bring them back I never bring them back ever even if they don't fit me I just they just stay there and Have then I fucking throw them out a month, month or two later mm. like I tried on a t-shirt that I ordered online <clears throat> last week and I swear to god it was like a bra on me and I didn't send it back because I like wearing bras it's weird sending things back online. More of when she's more of the boy's stuff online and she gets like four or five dresses and she tries them on in the house like and she decides Oh, it's not gonna do it in the fucking garden, is she? <laughs> 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 she decides which one she's gonna wear then and sends the other four back. Yeah. We sound like such shopping. Troglodyte here. Well, this is a good episode. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I but I'd be the same with actually buying something in a shop. I'd have to make absolutely sure. My yeah. wife does the thing where she'll come home with a big bag of clothes and she knows she's bringing them half them back. Yeah, mm. but I would. I'd never I just be organized wouldn't be enough. Fucking bother bringing them back and bringing these back. Oh, I'm sweating. Yeah, I couldn't. I, it's. I'd panic if I can't find the change room. I'm like, where's the change room? I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I just go in and I'm in the women's change room. I'm like, oh, sorry. And some places when you go to the change room, they give you the big long tag that says the number mm. of the amount of items that you have going into the change room. That's just you. And some, yeah. and some, some places don't have them. And you're left standing and waiting. Is someone going to give me a tag? Like, mm. is, or do I just go in? And Yeah, I was like in, going into a Because I'm going to rob this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm for it. Um, I was in a shop yesterday and I was going to the change room and like there was no one there. And I, I literally done that. I like I waited for someone to, that works there to come over, like, cause just to say, can I use your change room? Even though they're all open, I just probably should have just walked in. I just have an image of you in a shopping in a clothes shop, just like a lost child, just standing looking for his ma, not knowing where where he is, what's going on, just on the verge of crying. <laughs> Would it be accurate? Hundred <laughs> percent. Do you be in the full nip in there? Me jocks, sometimes like but if you're only trying on, if you're only trying on a short, do you ever take your trousers off? Just, just to, uh, no, for a bit of freedom. No, sweaty day of shopping. <laughs> just like take your drawers off. It's very sweaty, especially when you do Christmas shopping and you're in the you're in the changing rooms. Oh, the sweat does be trink, trickling down your forehead, like seriously, and your fucking fringe is so sweaty. It's horrible. And then you have to get changed in this tiny little space and you're taking your trousers off and you have to lift your knees up to take mm. your shoes off and untie your laces. And, it's like and trying then, to go to the toilet on an aeroplane. I'm literally giving myself anxiety thinking about shopping. Mm. I hate it so much. It's horrible. I hate it. Just give me a large t-shirt. Do you know it. what that claustrophobic thing you're talking about is that to remind me of? What? Were we talking before about them people that 
climb in mountains or caves. Caves, sorry, is it? Oh, the little, the little tiny spaces. Potholing. Po- is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? Where people go they're like diving in caves, basically. They're in caves and they're like going through tiny gaps. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that before. Um, I don't think so, no. Oh my God, I think we did, but I mean, what's the harm in talking about it again? <laughs> Were you thinking about it again? What? Were you watching it, something? It just popped up on TikTok and there was just this fella and he was saying that he's like halfway through this and like there's literally no turning back. Like he has to go forward like mm. and this this gap was like smaller than him, an inch wider than his head. And I was like, oh my God. The comments and all people are like saying rest in peace and everything. Even though he's not dead, like I don't think. <laughs> but it's fucking horrible. I'd say if he forgot his keys, he'd be able to slip through the letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> He's well oh, where's my kid? Fuck off! Just go through the keyhole. <laughs> just like a little slug. <laughs> the T one thousand and Terminator. Yeah, slipping yeah, yeah. through. Yeah, but them them cracks when they slip when they're going through the cracks, and they say, "See, it, there's there's one I seen where he was going down into the the crack of a cave, and he just like said bye, and then he just disappeared. That's the thing as well. It's slip. like they don't mind doing it. Doesn't mm. bother them. Would you do it? Would I crawl through that? No, I would not. I'd no, I would not. Hyperventilate. I'd be fucked, would you? Oh. Not a chance. You'd be fucked? Yep. One of my fears of dying is just because I'd be put into a coffin. Like, I, if if I, I if, if this was a possibility, if I could die and you could just prop me up in a chair and leave me in a room, that'd be great. Instead of, like, putting me in a coffin and down into a, a hole. Into a hole. You might wake up. Imagine. <gasps> it's happened before. Has it? No, well, it hasn't. Ah, because it has, when you die, they fucking take out your, before. your guts and all. And Google that on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, oh, there yeah, was a story. There was a paper man. So this isn't in the, in the coffin or down in the ground in the earth. There's a guy who died. Okay. Yeah. He was a paper man from around the area. Around this area? Around my area, like okay. around Dublin 1. He was a paper man. I think his name was Lowry. I'm not sure, but he died. He was dead. He the the uh, the ambulance came. They took him to the hospital, and they zipped him up. And they were about to pull him into the the fridge, into the locker. Oh, yeah. And he started moving. He came back what? to life. Really? Yeah. And was he hundred percent pronounced dead? Like? He was. He was dead. He was dead for hours, hours. And he came back. Like I, I really, <laughs> I. I wanted the fact. I've, I wanted that to be around the time where there was internet, so you could fact check it. But I think there's still news articles about it. He came back to life, and he was knocking around down for about six months, and then died, oh, like six fuck? months later. Isn't that crazy? That is mad. Yeah, creepy shit. Scary. Like he had some unfinished business. He was told to do. That's mad, isn't it? It's mad, but the fact that like he died so quick after that happening. Strange as well, like that. You only you must have been ill, you know. Mm. But to go like six months after like waking up from already being dead is weird. You'd probably be more comfortable with it, like you know the way people die and then come back to life, whatever yeah. they're revived and they're brought back to life. Mm. How long do you have to go before you can't be brought back to life? And like what, like I what is? Know, like, is your heartbeat what gives you life? Is it just your heartbeat? Is it the connection between your heartbeat and your brain? Like, what is existence? <laughs> this is once, once the ticker goes, you're gone. But your, your ticker can be brought back. 
Like a pacemaker, I know, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But when it goes, it goes. But like you can't be brought back, but yeah, definitely. Mm. Brown bread for like if your heart sixty seconds a minute, two if, minutes. I don't know. Joe, do you want to know the name of your fear of being buried alive? Go on. Tapophobia. Tapophobia. T A P H O. If you're afraid of taps. No, it's oh, I fixed tap for you. <laughs> I'm afraid of taps. Um it's because you'd be in the coffin knocking, tapping. Yeah. Help. That's, that sounds about right, to be honest. Do you know who uh, also had this fear? I would have thought everyone had this fear. But anyway. I think it's a rational fear. Like I yeah. think everyone would hate to be buried alive. Like, but it's not like a, a Is it being buried alive under the pretense of being dead, though? It's uh, an abnormal fear of being buried alive. So I guess if you follow through with the demand that you're stuffed and put in a chair in the sitting room because you're afraid of being buried alive... Okay. That would probably move you into the abnormal realm. Yeah. Whereas we, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought of that. We're, we'd be afraid of it, but we're not that afraid of it. We yeah. don't think it's going to happen. I'm really scared. We're not going to take measures. Uh, George Washington woke up. Uh, did he wake up? Phobia man. Was he? Was he? Did anyone um, wake up in the coffin? How would you know? He requested his body be laid out for three days, just to be sure. Alfred Nobel, the Nobel Prize. He asked that his arteries be cut open again, just to make sure. Just to make sure, yeah, double yeah. sure. There are stories. Ooh. A woman in Brazil, apparently. Scary, in isn't it? 20, when was this? 2018? The family said she was left inside a stone tomb for 11 days. What? And came back to life? Mm. Yeah? No, well, no, she she was put in there alive. Oh. And well. then got out of the coffin, but it was one of those large tombs. And she was stuck in there for 11 days and then she died. In there? Mm. Sure, well, she how was did in there. Know? She was put in there alive, like on purpose. It's not like she was like dead and people grieved and then she just woke up in a coffin. How would you know though? How would, how would you know that if someone wakes up in a coffin? There's a, a scene in An Idiot Abroad where he goes to some place in Africa and they worship their dead. The way, you know the way we mourn our dead, we lay them out in a coffin and they're holding their cross in their hands and they look peaceful and asleep. Uh, they do it by propping them up in a sea and putting them in the position the way they lived their life so there was this woman who was dead and they were all uh, she was a shopkeeper she kind of had a, st- a stall and she used to sell fruit so they had a stall in front of her and loads of fruit on the table and she's just there like as if she would have been when she was alive what the fuck so fucking m- macabre just so weird horrible Ugh. can you google how long is, is the it- longest someone's been dead before coming back to life, it's very morbid, isn't it? It's only, I, but I think you have to talk. Ah, about we're it. in there now. Let's do it. I think you have to be comfortable talking about these things. Yeah, because I want to hear it. One thing we're all guaranteed, and what's that? Debt and taxes. Mm. A British woman, Audrey Schumann, was dead for six hours, and then woke up and said, "What's going on?" Her, her heart came back. How? Like what the fuck? That's terrifying. Like imagine. Let's see, BBC 2019. A British woman whose heart stopped beating for six hours has been brought back to life in what doctors have described as an exceptional case. Audrey Schumann developed severe hypothermia when she was caught in a snowstorm while hiking uh, with her husband in November. Doctors said it's the longest cardiac arrest ever recorded uh, in Spain. Made a full recovery. She was 34. She's back hiking again. That's insane. Yeah, she was climbing in the Pyrenees, started feeling unwell, fell unconscious. They were sure she was dead. They couldn't. There was no breaths, no heartbeat. She came back six hours later. That's pretty cool. 
Like, I wonder what that experience did. Like, has she? Can we get her on the podcast? Can we talk to her? That would be amazing. I'd love to talk to her. She has no memory of the six hours. Oh, so that might not be. Wouldn't be happening. Well, but she was dead. Like, yeah. okay, How, hang on. We're getting some answers. How does she feel knowing so that that happened? Because it was so cold up the mountain, it, it slowed down her heart, blood pressure, and breathing to very low levels, but it protected the brain from damage. Mm. Like, like Ollie. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah. In Russia, that's what they used to do. In Russia, when you had a baby, they would dunk them in freezing cold water to, co- to do that to preserve the brain, because a lot of the time, the heart would stop uh, a baby's heart. A baby's heart slows down so much coming out the birth canal like really it's nearly stops it's risky. like you know huh can be risky having a baby yeah mm. yeah for the baby but it has to be born and um, it comes out yeah, so when they they come out then they dunk the baby in freezing cold water to preserve the every brain. time I don't know if they do it anymore but they used to it was definitely uh, every time yeah every mm. time sometimes women have a pill when they have a baby I think every time. Every time, yeah. Really? Madden. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Just where your brain goes. Like, is that is that not insanely amazing that the like freezing cold temperatures protects the brain? And you're just like, women have pills when they have babies. That's like, are <laughs> you not more interested? But uh, I am interested. I was going to get back to that. Okay, okay. But yeah, yeah, they have pills. Okay. I know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know about Lazarus Syndrome? Who's that? It's the spontaneous return of normal cardiac rhythm after failed attempts at resuscitation. So it's coming back to life once the heart has stopped. Recorded 38 times since 1982. It's crazy. Nothing, it doesn't look like it's as long as six hours. Most of them like 20 minutes after the heart stopped. It's stopped. fucking long. It's, yeah. yeah. Some people give up, don't they? So, do you know what I mean? Like... You see in fucking programs of films, they someone has a bleeding banger and they're at them for like three seconds and they're like, fucking dead. <laughs> God damn Enjoyed it, Jimmy, he's fucking dead. <laughs> but like, people can come back after six hours. Like Christian Eriksen, he was gone for yeah. a, a, a good while. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how long exactly, but they were at him for ages, trying to get him I back know. on. Now he's back playing ball. I know. And he Oi, might be going to Man United. Is he? Yeah. Why? Because he's fucking class. Still? Yeah. Mm. But like, yeah. That, and your man, the other fella, um, what's that fella that played for Wigan, was it? Oh no, it wasn't Wigan. Uh, Fabrice Muamba. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he play for Newcastle? Was Newcastle, Newcastle, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, he died, didn't he? Yeah, for a while. Google Fabrice Muamba and Christian Eriksen. Well, Fabrice Muamba first. There was loads of that. People, loads of people, their hearts just stopped on the... The football pitch. What do you want to know about Fabrice? How, how long was he? Uh, 78 minutes. There you go. It's fucking hell. Man. That is crazy. That's crazy. To go back to tapophobia, do you want to hear about different inventions people have come up with over the centuries to uh, guard against being buried alive? Uh, Yeah. Okay. This is uh, from Smithsonian Magazine. Someone at the magazine? US Patent Office has written this article. Did he patent the article? Uh, he did, yeah. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> so, Franz Vester in 1868 uh, patented the improved burial case. Okay. So, what we're looking at here is a gentleman lying in a coffin. Mm-hmm. 
there's a pillar, almost like a chimney, coming out above his head, going up to above ground level. Mm. Oh, so if he woke up, he could just climb out? There's a ladder along the side of it, yeah. Oh. There's, and in case he's not strong enough to climb up the ladder, there is a bell and a string he can pull on to ring the bell. The bell is above ground. Now, that's clever, isn't it? Mm. It's clever, but I feel like he wouldn't get out of there anyway because it's such an awkward angle to get up. Like <laughs> the length of him, like... <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. It does seem tricky to get out of that. Um, You'd have to, like... It also has an air inlet, so you won't suffocate. Do you know what the solution to all this is? Transfer, transferring our consciousness into the digital realm? Uh, well, yeah, hopefully. But let's all just get <laughs> cremated and then save the hassle. Mm. You're not going to wake up if you're cremated. But the reason like we get buried is because well, Christians well, believe... Christians. Well, Catholics believe, anyway, that we're literally going to rise from the dead one day when Jesus returns. Oh. The, then the earth will really be overpopulated. <laughs> Re- really, really overpopulated. Well, there's more people buried in Glasnevin than there is living in Dublin so yeah that's an, that, I, like I heard that fact before and I think it's just insane Glasnevin's brilliant did you yeah. ever see the documentary about it One Million Dubliners no so good how many people are buried in Glasnevin Cemetery over a million Jesus Christ there's one grave my grand has there. like 20 30,000 in it it's a famine grave I think 20 30,000 I was listening to Joe yeah. Duffy uh, yesterday and they were talking about burials actually maybe that's why it's on my mind and I think it's funny they, they talk about the plots of land like the cars they're like oh I have a four seater in Glass Nevin oh yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they say oh, and it's next door to uh, uh, my nanny and stuff yeah, like that yeah. next door of a four seater next door to my nanny four seater pl- uh, plot down there you know will you be in Glass Nevin? I don't know. I don't. I actually hate thinking about it. But I, I think, for fear of coming back from the dead, I might like to be cremated. Then spread your ashes into uh, the Liffey. I don't know. I think keep Dublin me keep forever. me ashes keep me ashes somewhere where somewhere that I, that like me family can come visit. Remember, I was telling you I was in a sou a, a sou shop getting a sou. Yeah, and uh, I was like. Have you been here the whole time? He's like, oh no, me, uh, me dad, me ma owned it, and I, I look after it now, like. Mm. And uh, he said, I, I still keep me ma with me though, and he moved back a lot of suits, and under the suits was his ma's ashes. Mad. That's yeah. It's weird. It's weird because I don't know. I mean, it's weird because it's someone's fucking remains in a shop. <laughs> I think it's nice though. Uh, yeah, but, like I just. I just don't think we treat death as though we naturally would. We Society has fucking developed this funeral culture and worshipping the dead culture yeah. and we, we care so much for the dead and we should. But I just think naturally, how would you mourn? If somebody died in the wild and we didn't have this society, like how would we... They'd have soup and sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> in the world of, oh, the soup and sandwiches have been around for generations for, uh, yeah for years years <laughs> before time um, like the cavemen did they someone, have gravestones did they I, worsh- I, worship I the dead if they just died they just go <laughs> and then just go <laughs> and then climb a tree elephants Bam. are the only other mammals I think that mourn the dead do you know what what isn't that fucking mad that cavemen Cave women, cave whatever existed. Like that—that's a thing. Like yeah, 
It's not just a joke like they like actually existed. Yeah. Yeah, cavemen or Neanderthals used to bury their dead. It's just it's they a human it's a human fucking response, isn't it? Archaeologists yeah, in Iraq uh discovered a skeleton that they could tell was definitely deliberately buried about sixty to seventy thousand years ago. Hmm. That's crazy. Are cavemen Dancing. closer to animals than they are to us? I think so. What? Like you know the way the chart we are animals. I know we're animals, but like I'm talking about like an a mammal like we are mammals. Oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> like a fucking sheep or something. <laughs> a caveman close at the sheep yeah. than the animals. Or a dinosaur or something. <laughs> oh. Do you want to hear about another coffin invention? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is John or JG Crickbaum. Yeah, John Crickbaum. Uh, he called it a device for indicating l- live life in buried persons. 1882. So in this one, you get yourself uh, handles in the shape of a T come in the middle of the coffin. and Pull yourself it, up. <laughs> yeah, well, it works two ways. One, it's a pipe that brings in air. And the other is if you start turning it, it'll, it'll signal to anyone at ground level that you're alive. Okay. The idea was you'd leave this there for a couple of weeks and then once you were absolutely sure, you'd take it away. Oh my God, it's just so scary. Everyone has the same problems, even back then. (laughs) Here's one. Charles Seeler, 1885, uh, and Frederick Borntrager. So this one, there's a fan over here at the end that pumps fresh air into the coffin. Does a pump filled in? Uh, No, I don't think so. Then... There is an alarm. Basically, if the person inside was to move at all, there's an alarm that goes off uh, and there's a spring-loaded device in a tube coming out of the top of the casket. So basically, if you move, something will shoot out the top of the coffin, send a signal to people that someone's moving in there. And has Uh, any of these ever been put into use? I don't think so. Here's some more recent ones. 2010, Jeff Dannenberg patented. It's that looks more. It's a TV screen (laughs) inside, just in case you're buried alive. Jeff has come up with an invention. Was it a live stream somewhere? (laughs) Yeah, and it's wireless, so the family can decide what's being played through the screen. The screen is on the inside wall. Where's it plugged into? I guess there's a battery pack inside the casket. I don't know. So it's not going to last forever. Well, you're not going to wake up fucking a year later, like are you? Your music for eternity system. <coughs> Here's another one from John Nice from 2015. Yeah, your music for eternity system. So this is basically an iPod basically built into the tombstone. And there's a cable that goes down into the side of the casket. So you can play music into the casket. Oh my God. It's fucking Why? ridiculous. What, so if you play a song, someone will know you're alive? No, just... I think for people my f- like to be buried with music. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking weird. <laughs> well, it's like how people... They're all fucking weird. It's when you're dead. Of the idea you're dead. <laughs> you know, you put stuff in a coffin. Like if someone yeah. dies and you want to bury them with something. Yeah. That's, you know, part of the same idea of mm. people would have done it a long time ago to take something into the afterlife with them. You know, I think it's funny that he dressed dead people like they're getting ready for a job interview. 
<laughs> like, it gotta yeah. be buried in a tin of fruit. Do you, rem- <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? Um, I said to someone, uh, they were getting wound up about something, and I said, I would just stop, we're all gonna die one day. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was so triggered by that. Yeah. But it's a guarantee. What did I... I How were you offended by that, like? Darren, Darren was trying to settle a situation that was that was heated. And, uh... Right, like you, like you said, relax, will you? We're all going to die one day. Because we are, like, so don't take things seriously. So you're going to fucking die. Uh, and he snapped, yeah, he went mad, didn't he? <laughs> he went mad. Would you go mad if someone said that to you? In a... In a like no. made sense, like like it wasn't. Why, a, why? Maybe it's just, it was more like I oh, would just stop. We're gonna die one day. Maybe he thought like, it was a threat. Like you're gonna die one day. <laughs> like I'm gonna yeah, kill yeah. you. No, what, <laughs> he definitely didn't think that. Like I, I said it in in the way like oh, you stop. We're gonna die one day. Mm. And he was fucking wound up over it. <laughs> what did he say to you? I don't appreciate that. And blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, tough. Like it's not my fault. I talk to God. <laughs> Out to the church, like fucking. Oh. <laughs> uh. So yeah, we are. Hmm. Like years ago, you ever see old men walking around that that they're wearing suits, and they're not going anywhere. Like they're old, they're about seventy, but that's eighty. They're that's, wearing suits. Yeah, because it was the fashion back in the day. So what now, do you think eighty-year-olds yeah. in fifty-year time will be? Won't be suits, I tell you. Shorts? Would you be going around be wearing, wearing shorts? shorts? If you died tomorrow, what would you be buried in? What clothes would you like to be buried in? Obviously a suit, like. It's, boy, you don't wear the suit in modern life, like, in normal life. You're going to be... A hoodie or something. <laughs> really? Yeah, if that's a weird ha- as well. Ha- a hoodie. No, you couldn't. Just <laughs> maybe put me in the nip. I'll be in the nip. Only yes. Well, uh, oh, no, I'll get dressed as a stormtrooper. Barry, that would actually be pretty cool. There you go. But without the helmet. The helmet could be on your chest. Yeah. Nice. That'd be nice. And then people walking by crying. He really did like Star Wars, didn't he? <laughs> when my nanny died, <laughs> uh, my, my nanny died and my cousin was in charge of our uh, funeral arrangements and stuff. And we went into the wake and she had put glasses on her. And my nanny didn't wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> she just thought that he looked good. Really? <laughs> Why is she wearing glasses? She First of all, she's dead. <laughs> she doesn't need glasses because she's dead. And second of all, even when she was alive, she didn't wear glasses. <laughs> and third of all, where the fuck did you even get these glasses? <laughs> what, did, was there an explanation for that? Like, she just thought he looked good. Look good. Why? That's like putting a fucking Nike cap on her. <laughs> Isn't it? It's so weird, like... Yeah, was she just trying out different looks? Was she putting on hats? <laughs> different jewellery? Oh. <laughs> Why is she wearing glasses? Came in real sad, like, gonna sit, you know, you're preparing yourself to go in and see the body, and then you go in and you say, maybe it was, it was easy, it was, maybe it was like, uh, oh, she's wearing glasses, that's funny. <laughs> it breaks the the atmosphere a little bit. Why is she wearing glasses? Well, it was just like, she doesn't wear, never wore glasses. Everyone was like, me ma, it was, it's me ma's ma, so me ma was like, why is she wearing glasses? <laughs> she's be laughing, still, we? She's still wearing them. It's mad to think. Oh, it, she, <laughs> she got bratty in them, yeah. Cause she, oh, right. <laughs> just fucking thought you were going to say she woke up. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> the way... 
Did you say it at the time? Well, she, was, she was in charge of the funeral arrangements, so we were, she was like, I like them, they look good on her. <laughs> so we let her have it. So it was just a case like, that was, it was just too difficult, too awkward to have that conversation. Nobody so acknowledged just, the glasses. Nobody talked about the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> mm. that, that's just mental, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. Like, what got into my head to say, do you know what, I'm going to put a nice pair of glasses on her? <laughs> She was like, I don't, oh, this doesn't make any sense. I don't <laughs> play in glasses. It's mad. I don't know what I'd wear. Yeah, United jersey. <laughs> with Some Ronaldo people do. One, Some with people Ronaldo do. on the back. Some people do wear, wear the, the jerseys. I love at funerals. I think I said it before, but I love at funerals uh, in the church part where people uh, offer up the gifts and they go up with things that they like mm. and they bring up like a remote control and he loved watching the telly so they give yeah. him a remote control yeah. and he loved he loved uh, they put a bucky docker on the I loved he loved, loved the old race and he did he loved, well, fuck off for it <laughs> <laughs> little bucky's pen I put old spice on the thing I loved the bit of old spice he did <laughs> somebody somebody uh, a <laughs> little bucky pen somebody brought up a TV <laughs> magazine to another one he loved the TV, like magazine. the TV magazine. He loved the Christmas one. It was bigger, you know. And I told you what was on the telly for about a month. <laughs> he loved that. He did. The Christmas one <laughs> with everyone on the front. All the celebrities in Fair City. <laughs> <laughs> he loved Fair City. <laughs> it was his favorite. He'd never miss an episode. I don't like them. I don't like them. Don't like a lot of things. I went up the tower of me flat and I was going up the balcony one night uh, going home and there was a cat, a stray cat on the balcony and I got panicked and I ran down to the dead end part of the, the balcony. It just it was up against the car and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And I was walking down to me to me door and I, I kind of wanted to just, I'd love to just say to the guy, here, relax, I'm just going in and then you can fucking do whatever it was you were doing. And then I was going down and I was like panicking and, I, and then I jumped up on the ledge of the balcony and I was like, oh my God, like I live on the top. Back, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I was like, I hope this fucking thing doesn't jump. So I, I decided to walk back to give a space to run off. But as I walked back, it got startled and it jumped off the balcony. Oh and my it, God. It smacked off the ground and then scuttled off. But I don't think it could it could have survived much longer. I don't think it like it didn't scurry off real fast. It was obviously badly injured. Is that a horrible story? Well, not just a not like a story. Like I didn't happened, like, I didn't throw the cat off the balcony. No, it's like, like <laughs> it's just crazy that it, the cat was so fearful. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. and you wouldn't have never done that until it. Yeah. But that's the panic that I'm afraid of. Like he could have. That's the fight or flight. It literally, <laughs> it literally tried to fly, mm. uh, or it could have just attacked me and started scratching me and then run off. And I Isn't feel it like nice that, that he didn't want to hurt you. Yeah, I was just afraid. I just wish it just ran past me though. He's probably still gone. Did I tell you before that uh, my mate David used to have? I don't know. He found the phone, and it was, it was like a bill phone, so. It wasn't cancelled. Mm. Whoever owned it originally didn't cancel it. So we just had a phone that had unlimited credit and we used to just call everybody all the time. <laughs> we used so to just, just go on Dundale and just like call call them and take the piss <clears throat> for hours on end. Someone else Nobody ever called this phone looking for... Never. For, back? for about five years he had it. Five years? Yeah, yeah. 
Who and then eventually, the I don't know. I imagine there was a company phone, and the company was still paying the bill, and mm. it went missing. That's kind of where. Yeah. That's that's where my head was that at. Makes sense. But it was fucking brilliant just being able to call. So he started calling this call center. I can't remember what the call center was, but he'd always call and ask for a specific person. It was a girl. Let's say her name was Rachel or something like that because she was the first person ever to answer and he'd always call just to wind her up and piss her off. Like, But they actually hit off and they got on really well. It wasn't even Dave, it was somebody else was using his phone. And he ended up talking <laughs> to your woman so much that they arranged to meet up and then they ended up going out for a while. Where did she like walk? A year. I don't know, some call centre. He's pranking this girl. Yeah. And then they ended up just getting together. Yeah, they were just chatting then for a while. Like, <laughs> and then... Do you, want, hell, do you want to make it up? Before Tinder. Before Tinder. German Shepherds. I'm afraid of them. Oh yeah. Action man's dog. Can we talk about stuff that's not to do with debt? That's not debt. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I went to the shop on Monday and I bumped into a guy who I hadn't seen. He was from, he's from the flats. Uh, and I grew up with him, but I hadn't I haven't seen him for about five years. Mm. And I was like, "What's the story, man? Jesus, how are you?" And he's like, "Oh, what's the story, Joey?" It's like I haven't seen you in fucking f- five years. Where have you been? And he was like, "Oh, well, I was locked up for two years, and then I got out on on parole, and I've been on the run. Like he he broke his parole, and he's been on the run. He was in a different country. I won't say which country he was in. Uh, he's on the run." And he just that day when I met him on Mon- on Monday, he had just come back from wherever he was, and he was about to hand him in, hand himself in that day until he's seeing you, and then he's seeing me, and uh, I was like, "Where are you going now?" And he says, "I'm heading out to Finglas to get some stuff." It was his last day, like he was going to hand himself in later on that day, so he wanted to just have a, a bit of a good time, a bit of a session. Uh, until then, I was like, "Oh no way! I'll go on and talk to you later." Then, and he went on his way, and I went out to Moira, and I says, "I was talking to so and so in there, and I haven't seen him for years." And I was explaining the story to her, and she's like, "Oh, where's he going now?" I says, "He's going to Finglas. Like, will we, will we give him a lift?" <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, go on." And so we you? drove up. I, I caught up with him, and uh, I says, "Do you want to? How are you getting the Finglas?" And he goes, oh, "I was going to go up and get the bus, and the forty bus isn't from miles away anyway." Yeah. So I says, "Do you want to hop in?" And uh, he hopped in, and he told me the story, and he told me how long he's gonna, like, he's gonna hand himself in, and he's gonna be doing about five years for breaking his parole and f- to finish his other sentence and everything else. But uh, then we brought him. To Finglas, and he got his stuff, and we went on on, on his way. And I just felt like that's a, a like a tiny moment in his life, like that. I just kind of came in an hour of briefly, yeah. And just kind of made me think if I was if I was gonna be locked up for five years, I wouldn't know what I'd want to do on that last day because you're gonna be out. You'll be out in five years. Like five years is a, is a long time, but it's also not a long time. So what would you do on that terms, last day? Yeah. You, I, I, you wouldn't know what to do, would you? I'd tell you, I'd go for a fucking carbonara and uh, a couple of Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> and the Smittix. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, I'd have a, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I, that's a mad story, like, by yeah. the way. But I don't know what I'd do because um, I'm not really fond of the session. I don't think I'd, 
be like, yeah. oh, I need to go out and get a load of stuff and few cans. Cause he was go- he was going to get some white and some green. Can I say that? He was going to white get some green. What cold names for cocaine and marijuana? Okay. To <laughs> and I was like, and you're going to take all that today? And then he goes, no, I'm going to stick it up my arse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he probably listens to this podcast. And <laughs> he won't. Was this part of the chat while you're driving along in the car? More is in the back listening to all this. Like, who? What fucking. It was only halfway through the trip I realised I'm harbouring a fugitive. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Is that, the McGuckins are fond of that, aren't they? <laughs> so he was going in because he says it'll be easier when you get in there to kind of, oh, like, you know what I mean? Move, like, stick him in the, the cell with us. Like, we have the PlayStation and stuff. Come in here. Like, so that'd be his way of kind of fitting in when he goes into jail and stuff. And it's the way he talked about jail was. So casual and so normal. Mm. Oh, it's just mad. I just think it's a mad. It's it's just a different. You, it's stuff that you don't even think about that people are going through right now. Like they're preparing to go to jail. He was also saying he could go to a guard station mm. and hand himself in, and they could say, "We're not ready to process you. Will you come back tomorrow?" What? Yeah. Isn't that mad? And then say, can you yeah, come back tomorrow? Uh, I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, if they say that to me, I'm not fucking going back. Fuck that. Like, you know what I mean? So I don't even know if he's, I don't know if he went in or if he's I think still on the run. Out and just go about his business. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. It's a mad fucking story. I actually want, I, I would have loved to get him on the podcast. I was tempted to just call you and say, yeah, can we just record an impromptu podcast? Like, can we come in and we could have had like a, a pri- before prison, we could have called him probably during prison and then, and after, then after he gets out. That would have been cool. It would have been interesting. If you if we're still doing this in five years' time. I fucking doubt it. I would be in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was, it was just crazy. Crazy story. That is mad. What, like, where did this... I wish I had stories like you. <laughs> well, like it's it's just a try. It's, it's, it just comes to him like it's, it's just, it's just it's the force of nature. Like there's some weird shit. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a crazy well of nonsense. There's people out there that just love prison, mm. isn't it? Yeah, I just them. love it. Like. there's no pressure. If you if you know that you're just going to be in prison, then you don't. There's no life pressure. Mm. You could just like do what you want. Do yeah. You're just so free. If you're comfortable with prison, then you could just live your life any way you wanted it, and then just go to prison. That's the repercussion. And if that's if you don't mind prison, mm. then that's you know like when you've grand. been to prison for a good bit. Like if you get out and do something ever so slight, are you just back in? No, like I think does that does that stand on you? Like if you're on parole, yeah. If, uh, like if you robbed a packet of crips and you're on parole. Or if you have a suspension, would you be gone back in? Yeah, just be, over that, like, yeah, yeah, because be you'd be released on the condition that you're supposed to be very, very well behaved. Yeah, mm. that's the incentive. Um, so when he was on parole, he had to go to, um, you had to go to counselling, he had to go to rehab, you had, to, you had to check in at the guard station every so often, like once a week or fucking twice a week, or wherever the parole conditions are, and he just says, "Ah, fuck all this, I'm just going to different country." Where they all are, like there's loads of people over there that are in, in that world. Oh, he who, was actually who are over like there on the run and just in different countries. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, in the same area, but not not just in the in different countries. Not scattered like that. In at the same. It's like a little community of gangsters in, yeah. in a little pocket of a, a certain a country. Certain country. And he said when he was over there, he he bought a horse to fit in. <laughs> So he was like, I don't know the force. He's from the flats. He's like, I don't know the force thing about horses. And he paid nine grand to get a horse. But then he got into it. And he was he, like, the horse is still alive. And bought, bought, bought a horse in a different country. Yeah. Because everyone else had a horse. Yeah. And he's like, I'll get a horse then. I'll get a horse as well. Do you like me now? <laughs> what you call him? <laughs> My Did little you say pony. what you called him? Huh? Did he say what you called him? No. Why didn't you ask? <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot going on. There was a lot to to kind of like, digest. Did this just happen today? Like Monday? Yeah, a couple of days ago. Oh, a couple of days ago. Mm. It's it. I asked him as well. Do you think when you get out, you want to change your life? Yeah. Will Will things be different? And he says, I don't think so because he's just so heavily inv- involved. Like that's his world. That's his ecosystem. Like everything. Like his family is tied up and his everything about him is tied up yeah. in It's actually mad that he, he knows straight away even before going back in that he's gone. And he doesn't he like out, it. He back in. He's able to acknowledge it and he doesn't he doesn't like it either, you know? Mm. It's a it's a weird it's one. It's a tough thing to rever- uh, reverse though. You can't. It's a, a, it's probably an impossible thing. Like if your family is so involved in it, you have to turn your back on your family and like you can't just want to get away get a from job. It. No, because you you've got that name. That well, you've well, got you that. Can't, I suppose you could like. Yeah, it wouldn't be the job. name. It wouldn't be like you could get a job if you wanted, yeah. but you're so used to easy, easy good money yeah, yeah. that it'd be hard to just get fucking twelve euro an hour. You'd be just like, what? Twelve? I just sell a bag for five hundred quid or something. Yeah, yeah. Or fifty quid, whatever. You could, yeah, five hundred quid for a big bag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an, a clue about. The street value of fucking you know? sizes and measurements. It's very expensive. Yeah. What is it? It depends on what you want. But like uh, 50 quid, you just get a, a big, small little... A big bag of yips. <laughs> what is that? Can I have one drugs, please? <laughs> Can I have one to- uh, tablet, um, please? Do you have any Panadol? <laughs> <laughs> it's a mad thing to think of. Because it's not prevalent in your life. Yeah, yeah. That you don't, you don't see it. Like we don't take drugs and we don't sell drugs, so that world is completely foreign to us. Yeah. Sometimes people be like, we'd be going through town. Happened to us before on, was Cable Street, mm. and uh, there was these lads and they all like, love the podcast, bro, and all. But you could, fit, I could sense that like, they were troublemakers. Like, oh yeah, do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Not towards us, do you know that way? But I feel like there'd be a problem for other people. Darren nearly got, we were filming Free Gaff and two lads came up to us. Came up to, oh, yeah. came up to our, Jesus, yeah. we were outside Why the house. Th- this is a story that, yeah, you yeah, should yeah. tell this. I, we were doing, was, was it like the, one of the last days, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a pickup shot and uh, we were outside the house where we shoot for insights on season one and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, these lads were walking up the road and they were twisted, weren't they? Pissed, yeah. Like, pissed. It was the day was after Father's Day. It was a Monday, like. They were pissed mm. on the rollover. And they were walking up and they were, like, going up to the camera saying, take a photo of me, take a photo of me, and all, blah, blah, blah. And uh, 
everyone's kind of just like, ah, how are you? Like, you know, just a bit uneasy, like. And I was standing there, there was like an ambulance for the scene and it, I was beside that. And the two of them walked over towards where I was and one of them said, no way, look, there's your man, he does the videos and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, how's it going? Uh, nice to meet you, you know, just being nice. Like, then the other fella is like, says, yeah, he's in with the BBC, you know. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not. I'm not in with the BBC, mate. And uh, he was like, "I was like, oh no, I'm not in the BBC." And he's like, "Yeah, are." Do you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Mate, it's like the fucking character I play in my video. Yeah, the, yeah, are, yeah, yeah, are, yeah. And I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm not." Like, and he was like, "Don't be getting smart and all this." And I was, I just said to him, "Ah, there's no need to be aggro about it. Like, nothing's happening here. Like, we're just walking." And he's like, "Who's getting aggro and all?" And he had his fists clenched. And he was ready to give us a box. Yeah. So I just exited the thing because his friend was like, I'll leave, stop you, will you? And all like. His friend was physically pulling him back. Like your man yeah. was ready to drop down. Ready to rumble. Mm. All because he had a few Pepsis. <laughs> 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 he was hyper. So he was you, hyper. Yeah, because you said you didn't work for the BBC. That was it. Well, I think it's because I asked him, was he aggro? Mm. But he was aggro. But he was. I was just saying, don't be aggro, like, you know what I mean? He's like, just these alarm bells went off. He's like, aggro. Who can show you aggro? But, like, the whole like the whole time he was talking, even before any of that happened, he was walking around with his fist clenched. Looking for He trouble. wanted something to happen. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where were you during all this? He'd be hiding behind was, the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I was shivering, quivering at the knees. Now, he was I saying, was, like, he was, he was keeping an eye on it. I think most people are keeping an eye on it, but. I'll, I'll quiver like a coward. Oh, I think I'm the same, man. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like uh, oh, please, I'm, I'm not good at fighting. I don't like fighting. Please, leave me alone. You're with the BBC. I'm not, <laughs> you are with the BBC. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I was like, I was preparing like, a little troll The down. only thing you can do there, like, if, if you were preparing for something to happen and something happened, all you can do is try and defuse it and pull them off. If that happens. Yeah. Because I'd be just gone. Ah, oh, what are you doing, man? What are you doing, man? That was episode 51 of the Stall of Podcast. I hope you liked it. If you did, give it a, a little rating on Spotify or a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, as always... The main episodes are out Wednesday, as you know, because you're listening to this. And we also have a bonus episode out every Monday. That's where the listener questions live. And you can listen, or you can ask us a listener question yep. by emailing it to info at goloud, info at goloudnow.com. Um, Darren Fox English is going to be all over that. All over. He's going to set up an email account just for that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Starlight is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by Smidix. Grab one. Grab one of them Smidix. Toasty. Yeah, toasty there, yeah. Wet the beak. Wet, wet your little beak. Get your beak wet <laughs> with a little point of Smidix. <laughs> <laughs> Visit drinkaware.ie for more about responsible drinking. <laughs>